Hey, y'all. With summer fast approaching and that sun coming out, I know we're all looking to have ourselves a nice little vacation. Mm. But we also know recessions are a thing. Mm. So if you can't escape to a tropical island this summer, Mm -hmm. don't worry. We got you covered. This week, we played the tourist. She nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. We are coming to you pretty quickly, I'd say. I would say very judging quickly. Judging our recent timeline. Welcome to Switchcraft <laughs> Battling a Backy Bulk Log. I'm Zach. Battling a Backy Bulk Log? Something like that. Battling a Bulky Backlog. Battling a Backy Backlog. What, back, back, what back. did I say? You said Battling a Backy Backlog. <laughs> Damn. Did you? Maybe that's what I heard. <laughs> I don't know what I said, but it's battling a bulky backlog. I'm Zach. I'm Callie. I think we already introduced ourselves. We're off to a, we one heck of a start this I didn't morning. introduce myself. I just decided to start razzing you. That's fair. Uh, we, as Callie alluded to in the introduction to this show, mm-hmm. we have played a game called The Tourist. With a Y. With a Y. T-O-U-R-Y-S-T. Uh, Why? And Gotta play the tourist. Maybe you'll find find out. out. Uh, We played the game and beat it, and we're gonna tell you what we thought about it. Heck yes. Uh, Let's just like let's just just, you know what dive in. Let's let's read the intro, and then I've been pretty jazzed to talk about this game. This is gonna be an interesting one. Yeah. Featuring a huge library full of quality games, hence the creation of this very podcast, the Nintendo Switch has seen many unique offerings on its handheld hybrid system over the years. But with so many games constantly being released, it's only natural that some quality releases may slip through the cracks. Debuting at a Nintendo Indie World Showcase and released by Shinin Multimedia in 2019, The Tourist is a true hidden gem on the console. You find yourself playing an unnamed protagonist on a rather unusual vacation in a voxel-based world, exploring many tropical destinations, and discovering what secrets lie under the surface of these seemingly idyllic vistas. Featuring mind-bending puzzles, challenging dungeons, and even some tricky platforming, The Tourist is a truly unique experience with a story so intriguing that for the first time in Switchcraft history, we aren't even going to spoil it for That's you. That's right. The tourist sells for $19.99 on Switch, and there are ports available on the PC, Xbox, PS4, slash 5 as well. While it may not be the longest game you'll ever play, there is uh, a ton of stuff to see, activities to do, and fun to be had. Callie, going into this game, The Tourist, that we played together. We oh, watched a trailer. We watched a trailer. I had played very small amounts of the game um, mm-hmm. with my oldest daughter so i had had a little bit of experience but other than that we watched a trailer yeah what were your thoughts just based on the trailer of the game before we jumped into it i was immediately pretty intrigued yeah the design of this game right off the bat already had me interested yeah um i i've been describing it as lego meets minecraft yeah so it's Uh, for those uh, for those of you who are wondering the the art style of the game it's a voxel based so it's like 3d pixels basically very blocky but, I mean, we'll get into it more with visuals, but uh, this is quite an interesting-looking game. It is such an interesting-looking game. So, right off the bat, I'm already like, this looks interesting. The concept is so, um, unlike any video game I've ever played, it's the, the, the beginning of the trailer shows you exactly what happens at the very beginning of the game, which is where this boat drives up to a dock on an island, and you get off the boat. And you are suddenly on tourist island, and that was and I and it looked um you saw some of the dungeons because it is a dungeon crawler game, and it looked um beautifully intriguing and it looked fascinating. Yeah, those are my first impressions. I was excited to play this game. 
Uh, this is a game that I feel like kind of flew under the radar. You know, I definitely it definitely had some buzz when it released, but I felt like it died down pretty quickly. And it, quite frankly, it felt like a game a lot of people missed. So I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, uh, let's dive into the story of the tourist. All right. As Callie alluded to, you are dropped off. On this small island. You are wearing a Hawaiian shirt. You have a handlebar, handle, handlebar, handlebar mustache, and you're wearing shades. You're the cool looking guy. You are the cool looking guy. And you got like a 70s, kind of like, like Ron Swanson, but with a handlebar mustache, baby. Oh, also, uh, I will do a uh, uh, spoiler warning-ish, but as we said in the... Uh, the Intro. info about the game. We are not going to. Sp- we have decided mutually that yeah. we are not going to spoil the ending this of game, this game for you because it takes some insane twists it, and turns. And it is worth you getting to experience in real time. Yeah. Because I found it so fucking pleasing to yeah. experience it yeah. without knowing anything. So we will go over. You know, we'll go over the, the general story here, but we were not going to go into any of the late game stuff. No. So the general premise: you are dropped on this island. You uh, speak to this old mysterious tourist, and he says yeah. there's something in these monuments on each island. If we can crack the code in the monuments, something cool is going to happen, I think. Yeah. And, and so, so you you raise money to buy uh, tickets to go to these other islands. And on each island, there's a monument, which is basically a small dungeon. A think Zelda puzzle esque yeah. dungeon yeah. and you solve the dungeon and you get the core from the monument and you bring it to the old man and when you get all four cores uh it something, something crazy happens, happens. <laughs> and the monuments all have like this like ancient energy like they yeah. have like this idea like they've been around for a really long time yeah. but there's a technology to them yeah which is like you, you learn very quickly about this like t- ancient technology yeah. and you're just trying to figure out like basically what it is but it is so pleasing and on each island that you travel to not only are you figuring out the monuments yeah. idea or, or like trying to do those puzzles every island has a different theme there's like fuji there's a uh, soggy island there's, there's a place called yeah with two y's hawaii. There two eyes. and then there's uh like um santorini uh-huh. or it's like Sant- santorin yeah so it's all like names of actual places but a little different yeah and on each island there's a, like different things to do you can talk to you, the you can talk to a ton of npcs yeah there's like people on vacation you can talk to half of them will give you a side quest like right then and there and you talk to them on your to-do list things to do yeah so not only are you trying to solve the puzzles of the monuments you have little quests that you're trying to do and you get you earn money that yeah. way and then uh there's a diamond mine where you can mine diamonds yes, and you can and you trade, trade those trade in with them. the pawn shop man for <laughs> coins if you need to um it's, it is um this game's packed full of stuff man I, I, and these no. islands are small but they're laid out and they're so detailed in a way that like you just want to like be like you what's just, this yeah, oh, you want to run here? around them um and that's that's kind of the story of the tourist yeah I, as far I as like wanna... narrative story it really doesn't give you much until you get that fourth core and then it's all story after that pretty much which is great but there's something about it being a game that takes place on islands and like on vacation well at first you're a tourist and at first all you know is that this old man wants you to do it because of a reason you're, and you're he, another tourist and he around. doesn't know either he's exactly. like i just feel like we have to do this yeah and there's something about like the the relaxed energy of it in a way where you feel like you are on vacation where you're like oh, the for stakes sure. aren't super high i can kind of take my time doing all these things there you go. hold on we're we need to reconfigure because my cat's the cat has to be joined a part us. of the conversation no i know what you mean like it's 
man. It really feels like we're on vacation, that we're yeah. tourists. Yeah. And, like, we're just, we're helping. So the stakes and, are, like, are pretty low, yeah. but they're also, like kind of extremely high well you're like what are we yeah when you're when you're doing like the monument stuff you're like what is this ancient technology right high stakes but then when you're like finding coconuts for the juice person you're like low stakes right because they're like i can't make smoothies without coconuts so i'm closed right now so many of the so many of the side quests are just like i wish i had some pictures of all the monuments like the guy at the store in the first time yeah or like i bet you can't beat all my high scores in this video arcade they're like if you sell i'll give you money yeah and then uh, there's a wonderful on Leisure Island. That's right. There's like an art gallery, and you help the curator yeah. like with photographs, and he gives you a theme, yeah. and you have to find a theme. And so he gives the you picture. like most times you can figure it out just by this thinking is for a second. Gameplay. We're kind of moving into gameplay a little bit. This, I think it's a story related though. Okay, and then yeah. you take the pictures and you, do you get item. to put them in the art gallery, and you get to look at them. Um, so many of the side quests, they're not hard. Like there's one where you get to fly a drone through like this obstacle course on the it's beach. Super cute. Uh, you get to play soccer with mo. There's, there's one motion controlled mini game oh, in this soccer. whole game, and it's a soccer one. It's really fun. There's a canoe one where you get to have to go, which I that we was, found incredibly difficult. That was hard. Uh, the canoe one was hard. There's so much it's so fun, good. silly side quests to yeah. go on while you're on this like indiana jones-esque vacation adventure yeah yeah, yeah. it does have that it has <laughs> that this, energy like, tropical island yeah. you know damn it's so good but so that i mean i guess that like, means it's time to rate it I, I, i'm not gonna give it i'm not gonna um, I, I don't want to say five because a lot of this game is really bereft of a story i mean but i'm gonna go i'm willing to go like a 4.5 i would love to do 4.5 let's do it just because like also, we're not ta- we're not talking about but the, the, a big, the late like, game. Is like you know, there's stuff that we don't want to spoil, and that I think lends itself to be good in the story world. Yeah, we'll so, do 4.5. yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that brings us to gameplay. Great. Now, what what do you do in the tourist? We kind of described wh- yeah. what we're doing. How do you do it? What's so our? You can't. You walk around. Yep. You can run around. Yep. You can jump on things. Yep. You can climb down you can climb things by jumping basically um you can that's basically it you grab and throw you can grab and throw some things and then um yeah i mean there's not like you're not fighting there's no there's no combat in this game none you're not gonna be fighting and kung fu fighting bad guys there's no no enemies in this game to fight nope it's 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 entirely adventure story and puzzle puzzle based it is a puzzle based game and the dungeons in in particular yes and the dungeons in particular but in a way that feels very interactive and it still feels because you know some puzzle games can get very monotonous yeah sorry death squared (laughs) (laughs) but this is a puzzle game that has so many other layers built yeah, into it. And there's it, so much variety. That it never feels too grinding. Like it uses light in some really interesting ways. Man. And it uses shadows in really interesting ways. Oh, that like, the lighting design pers- is there's, incredible. There's perspective based puzzles where you have oh, to like yeah. be moving the camera a certain way. Yeah. Every oh, it's every so like good. puzzle dungeon plays differently. They each have their own gimmick that you kind of have to yeah, and you learn figure it. out on your own. You yeah. know, there's no tutorial. It, it, do- uh, it does have like a Mario esque energy though. Like that first. The first part yeah. of the puzzle, you figure it out pretty quick. And then the next, the and then it, it 
rooms, builds so it's room-based, it. yeah. It all builds so on it. So it's not like, you're not going to get lost in these dungeons, no, right? Like, no. they're linear, they're single rooms. Each room, there's like a puzzle or an obstacle you have to get across, and it gets progressively right. more difficult until and, you get the monument. Right, and the, the whole end. point is that you are you continue progressing forward. Yeah. It's one of those that when you die or you fall off, you respawn immediately yeah. um, in, and in the beginning of the it's worth Since we're on gameplay, it's worth noting, um, this is not a game where you can just do the four main monuments and finish it. No. You have to complete a certain, I don't know exactly what the percentage is, it, it but probably, we had to do a decent amount of our to-do yeah, list before like we could even Yeah, it was like 80% the of the game or something. Something like, like that. I think we did like 76% it sold us Yeah, it was probably like three quarters of the game yeah, we, but we, we had to beat to beat You do have to do that to get the ending. And we I really like that yeah. aspect of it because yeah. I was like, I think it, 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 led into it's like part of the story and part of the game is yeah. doing these side and quests they're all good well. too and like, they're all fun they're worth doing this is something we mentioned talking about this the other day but like this game like it never frustrated me no i was i never had to rage quit it no i never the only time i asked us to like turn it off was in that one room with the like thing that was like Wah! that would like Wah! jump around and, and you had to... i was a little too like zooted man and man it was so overstimulating. I was like, we need to beat this room now. <laughs> but that's the only time. Yeah. But it was not because I was like, it's not I'm overly difficult. It's not it's not particularly forgiving, but it's also not punishing at all. No. It's very it reminds me of Celeste in that way, you know? Yeah, I think the Where stakes, these room-based puzzles that you have yes. to get across can be very difficult. But, but when you die, just, there's no lives and yeah. you instantly respawn. That's so true. Back at I the feel beginning like of the room. Celeste's stakes felt higher. Yeah, really. Could because of the story and Definitely. like what what the, like they were dealing journey. with. But I do agree with you in the sense that like the story stakes were higher in Celeste, but the stakes as a player were not. Yeah, exactly. It was more it was the curiosity that was yeah. driving it for me. Yeah. Yeah, so you go around, you do the varying puzzles. Um, Using you're the moves that you've learned. A lot of light-based or movement-based. Uh, there's one, like we Callie mentioned, where there's this like worm, like the stone worm that's like moving aggressively and he will he like freaks out and un unless your feet aren't touching the main ground yeah so there's like a ledge you stand on <laughs> yeah and then there are these blocks that you have to throw and cover these like water spout holes yeah but you have to first get all the blocks up to this ledge and then you have to get him to calm down not on top of one of the water squirts yeah. and then you have to throw the blocks and cover yeah. these holes it's just it's a lot all of it's very... like very weight and momentum based oh, too so like if you're cool. carrying something you cannot jump as high yeah and you can pay, you can buy a double jump you yeah. can buy a dash and you can buy a climbing yeah that lets you grab onto ledges so Which, once you have all your like it's cool that you get to you know you're not you don't start the game with all your moves you have no, to kind of earn them as you, you literally go. can jump and walk yeah. That's what you start with. We start with. Yeah. You have to unlock everything else. Yeah. Uh, at the store, you can like buy guides, like books that you can yeah. read that'll like teach you how to do this other move. It's so so good. by the end of the game, you have a decent move set. And then they introduce gravity based puzzles where there are these, these yeah. floating platforms you can jump on. And I'm not going to say anything else other than that. Uh, there's, you know, it's a lot of momentum, yeah. movement, light. It's very uh, like physics and like base. It is, it is super science. -y. Very interesting. There's a lot of sciencyness about it. And like, and it required you to understand, um, like, sequences yeah. because a lot of the puzzles were, okay, so as you learn the puzzle, you learn um, what sequence to jump on these yeah. little glowing orbs in because they're going to blow up if you jump on it twice. Right. And I think you it, it, it kind of goes back to Mario where it's like you have to learn master yeah. each 
each little moment of it and then master them all in one go yeah. in a very specific way. You have yeah. to memorize the sequence. And, and another, I love that. Another cool thing about the monuments is they're short. Yeah, like you could yeah. be, if you're good at one, you could beat it in like 15 minutes or less. Even, yeah, like it's great. Five minutes maybe yeah. if you're fast at it. Yeah, you know? like the underground the under um, one. And and then if you get if, say there is a, a a a monument you're having trouble with, you can just go and play side content because it's all so it's all so riskless and yeah. like it's so it's you want to so go good. surf for a while, yeah, go surf. You want to go take pictures or fly a drone you or can. whatever else you might want to do. I feel like. It's very much, I would put this game into the cozy game world. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like That's that's totally fair. Which is, it has, maybe it doesn't necessarily have the cozy game aesthetic in a way. Because there is like an aesthetic I kind of relate to cozy games and what you do. But it definitely has cozy game energy because it is not high stakes. I would agree with that. You know? <laughs> I would definitely classify this as a cozy game. 100%. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the different islands are very appropriately themed. Even to get into the monuments, you have to solve a puzzle, which I think is interesting, and it, ra- it, it varies in difficulty. Oh, and, and I love it, and it, it it really is about you just figuring it out. And to the game's credit, we hardly had to use the guide or the wiki. Like, oh, maybe once. I think we used it once for, but it was towards the end. Yeah, like because the last see monument. Where our pilot was, and there's one part of one level we hadn't hadn't explored. explored. Yet. And if, I think if you explore every island when you first go to it, yeah. you'll be able to figure it out. And they're small enough and that you, you know, can really just explore them. You can swim. You can go scuba diving in yeah. one level, and you get to go. And that's how you get to the monument. You have to yeah. go under the water. So yeah. this is a great. The game. I. I don't know. I thought I, this game. The gameplay wise was great. I, think it was I had great so too. much fun playing this game. I did too. And I think um, it's short. And I. And I know that's going to be but, but a know, deal breaker for. But some you know people. what I was about. I was going to say, and it kind of goes into pick up and play. But I think the gameplay. Uh, something we talked about a lot was it is a very pixel perfect yeah. game that you do need to land on something pretty exact yeah. and it's pretty unforgiving yeah. but I think and some of the puzzles take you a minute they don't hold your hand no not at all and I feel like that's a testament to it's not the longest game if you look at it from just like what happens standpoint yeah. but you do need to be good at it to win yeah. it i think in our it. first playthrough we played through what 15 percent of the game because it actually tells you how yeah, gives you a progress bar yeah. that says how much of the game you've beat you've completed yeah at, during your playthrough yeah. i think we did 15 or 16 percent our very first playthrough of this game yeah like we got to the third or fourth yeah you do like but you it, can just move through it but, it is but you'll one, spend but like a lot you, more time playing those last few than you were totally. on the first few if totally that makes sense. but it still requires you to have like your attention on it absolutely you know it's not a game that i think you can passively play like stardew i feel like we can passively yeah, kind of play this you have to this be you're like we have to yeah, play it exactly. so even though it's short and like the game but I, I i'm think satisfied with what they have oh 100 the amount of content there is a play here yes I would, I would play through i would and probably will play through this game again yeah and i'll probably do a completion run of it fuck yeah i liked the gameplay Ooh, you that much a, you be, you're gonna become a speed runner. what do we think for gameplay what do you think i'm gonna give it a five five Let's i think it. it deserves it because it's like it is one of the more unique as i said yeah. in the write-up it's one of the more unique games i think you could play on this console full stop yeah like it's so unique the gameplay is incredibly unique it's charming 
Uh, yeah, I'm totally good with a five. That brings us to everyone's favorite segment. I get so uh, many DMs and emails about oh this. <laughs> From our two fans. It's time for Callie's Corner. CC. I need to make a jingle for Callie's Corner. I think I will do that, actually. CC. Uh, welcome oh, to Callie's like Corner. A little, like a totally interesting. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I want to start spicing up the show the, a little bit. This is a sidebar. Ooh, but spicing I want to start doing. So in like between. Maybe nugget? I'll do it this Maybe I'll do it this week. A spicy nugget. I want to put little <laughs> switch clicks. In between Ooh. each, like when we transition from Cute. gameplay, what do you think? I love that. You might hear it this week. I love that. You I not. also you're not going to hear the jingle this week because I need would, to be in my can, home need PC to, know, to make that. Right. Um. What would be like? What energy would it have? This is Callie's corner. <gasps> It'd be like our main theme, but like a little bit. Oh, that's cute. Anyways, welcome to Callie's Corner. (laughs) See, see, the weekly reoccurring segment for this is our this is our ninth game we've that is beaten for this podcast. So this is our ninth episode of Callie's Corner. I think it's our officially our third. (laughs) This is the segment Callie tells us. How is the tourist to pick up and play? The floor is yours. Hello. Welcome to Callie's Corner. I'm Callie. I love how you're a different character every week. <laughs> you never. Here's the thing. You never know what Callie you're going to get. If there's one thing I know of- about you, it is that you are <laughs> unpredictable. <laughs> Should I be uh, flattered? I think so. Sure. It's like, I'm a woman of many faces. <laughs> I'm a woman of many voices. Because <laughs> you don't know what my face looks like. That's right. Um, I know what your face looks like. You do. I guess probably almost everybody who listens to this. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Our audience is pretty, uh, you know, we're still, our bubbles, (laughs) we're not a very popular podcast, you know, let's put it that way. We we recognize that we do this mainly for us. Callie. Yeah. What did you think of the tourist (laughs) from a pick up and play? We always get derailed around this time of the episode. What was your opinion? You start letting me get a little derailed. (laughs) It's not my fault that I'm untetherable. Become ungovernable. Oh, that's the whole. That that's is, our podcast motto. That's our podcast motto. That's what we're trying to actually get. It's a lot of subliminal messaging. Yeah, yeah we're trying to radicalize oh, our so, audience. <laughs> radicalize one one Nintendo Switch. We're game trying at to a time. turn you on to social anarchists. <laughs> Join us. Hey, uh, Callie, hey. from me, uh, pick up and play perspective. Yeah. What did you think of the tourist for the Nintendo oh, Switch? Oh, with the Y. The tourist with a Y. The tourist with a Y. Yeah. Oh, one. okay. I thought sure. you meant. Okay, I'm glad Not we clarified. That tourist. This Great. tourist. Yeah. Um. So I enjoyed this pick up and play i think it taught you the mechanics of the game in a good um like length of time because it mm-hmm. it didn't teach it wasn't like these are this is everything you can, you can do right off the bat mm-hmm. you had to learn them you had to per, like basically buy your move set so i think it gave you time to like almost master the previous move which i liked um the game really does just throw you into it there's no preamble you're just in the game and i think that I kind of like that because it was like, oh, I guess we just got to figure it out. Yeah. And there's something kind of nice about that, especially as somebody who's in a great, like, who isn't, uh, like, because I am a TM gamer. But I'm. I know. Eventually, I was thinking about this. I mean, we're always gonna keep. When am I? When that. am I a, a video game novice? But you're yeah. You're like gonna graduate soon. I don't like. True. You're like, not gonna be our pick up and play resident expert yeah. anymore because you've picked up and played a lot of games. This I have. Is, this is our ninth game, and we're only in May. That's we're true. gonna have twenty games under our belt by the time the year is over. That's that is true. But I can I confess something to you. Yeah. I still don't have the the buttons memorized. 
Like also to be fair, I don't uh, I don't make you push yourself. <laughs> like if there's something you can't do in a game, I won't like I'm just gonna be like, let me try. <laughs> you know, like we know we know where we stand here, you know. I'm not gonna make you sit there and get mad trying to do something you That's so true. Is above your love ceiling. Well, oh, that's so true. I think like if it if it was just me playing these games, like I would not be finishing a lot of them. I'm sure. Honestly, like, same. <laughs> well, like so, it helps that we have we each push other. Each other in that sense. That's super true. But but we can we can say that you are the better video game player for now of us. Yeah. For now. But I will say that like. You know, slouch. That's true. I'm getting You're better, no so that's something. Uh, from a pick up and play perspective, <laughs> you like the tourist. I did five out of five. I will say. <laughs> That was the quickest Cali's corner of all time. Uh, no, it was not. I will not. say from a from I guess a more TM pro gamer yeah, perspective, TM, TM. difficulty curve in this game felt really natural. Yeah. Um, like it, there were definitely harder parts, but the first two or three in particular monuments, like we kind of breezed through them. Yeah, we did. Uh, and you played most of the first two, and you I did. just I was, just, I really, yeah. I was enjoying this game. Uh, so I think a five is perfectly fair for pick Great. up and play. Thank you, like, Callie. I think, thank you. I think everybody will enjoy learning this game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. That brings us to maybe this game's strongest. I was going to say, right, like shining feature. Maybe this game's, and I I don't say this about games often, but I think this game's visuals might be the strongest part of this game. I, I now, completely I agree. Oh, It's a voxel-based Minecraft world. Yeah, what, exactly. how, what do you mean this is the that, best part Zachary of this game? Binks, what are you thinking? This game, no cap, as the Gen Zers say, no cap. <laughs> this game has the best lighting I've seen in a Switch game. Hmm. Uh, it has the best shadow mapping I've seen in a Switch it's game. It's so cool. It has maybe the best saturation and color depth that I've seen in a Switch game. Yeah. And I'm going to blow your mind right now <gasps> because I was doing a little bit of research into <gasps> this game. This is a proprietary Shinin multimedia developed game engine that they use for this game. That's why it runs so good on this console. You know, if you what look at this mean? game, they built they built the game engine. The, the game... Is, is runs and was built on an engine that they built in-house to program the game. So it's oh. specifically made with this hardware in mind. So they were able to take oh. advantage of the Switch hardware because they built it oh. on a game engine that was made for the Switch, for oh. Nintendo hardware. Oh. So that is a little bit of an explanation. And another fun fact for you, oh. The Tourist is the first console game ever to run natively at 8K on the PlayStation 5. That makes it the first console game ever to natively render at 8K. I learned that thanks to Digital Foundry. Thank wow. you, Digital Foundry. Uh, but yeah, th this is about the Switch, though. And like I said, the the lighting in this game is dynamic. Yeah. Every There's so many single light sources. There's particle effects. Uh, there's beams of light you can point. Yeah. The sky looks beautiful. There's depth of field. It's that, that's, absolutely incredible. That's one of my favorite parts of this game it is the depth of field man it's gorgeous i love really feeling like i am in that world yeah. with them it is so cool and you know what it also feels like what it has an, an energy of like being a 50s old like hollywood movie in yeah. a way i think that's it's the so that's the color usage right because the yes. films from that period were so uh, for lack of a better term washed out saturation wise right that yeah if you look at the golden age of hollywood all these movies are like so like in technicolor yeah you know, oh yeah use of color and yeah the tourist 
has the that saturation energy. on this game has turned up to like 50. It's, it's so it's beautiful. And it's so pleasing. It's like, and I'm sure I want it. Mm. The reason that they could use all that hardware toward the lighting system and, and all the other particle effects is because the actual voxel based models for the game are pretty low tech. They're pretty yeah. basic. Yeah. Everything is voxel based. It was right? so, so smart. It's all, and it, it, was, it looks amazing. The well, water effects, the water glistens so and gleams. And, and then I think you could like, we could bring in the idea of like the the concept fitting the world as well. Like absolutely, everything is thought out. Absolutely. Like the, the detail, detail is so pleasing. And you, like, your little I square love, footsteps stick yes, in the sand. And like for a I while love when being a part by. of that world. Like it feels so immersive. Yeah, and I. I love a game that feels so there's, deeply thought there's, out. You know, there's a guy reading a newspaper when you walk by on a yeah. on a bench on the boardwalk. It's, it's so clever and just attention to detail. This game. It really this shows game off detail. It is legitimately one of the best looking games on this console. It I is think, in my fucking opinion. awesome. I think so. this game looks wonderful. Five out of five, easy. Absolutely. For visuals, Absolutely. art design. Uh, that brings us to our final category before we wrap this show up. That is maybe, I mean, I don't know. I was going to say the weakest part of this game. But I wouldn't know. That's not true. It's just sparse. And that is sound, sound effects, voiceover music. Everything I, that your ears perceive into your brain. You know, I think... It's kind of tricky because we when we I would say for the second half of this game, you and I were listening to music while we played it. Yeah. We kind of started that, which is fun. We yeah. which I love doing. And I think so we stopped paying attention to the sound, but I feel like the it is sparse, but I think the music that there is Yeah, there are moments is cool. There are moments when we would be in a monument and this like crazy synth track would kick in and yeah. we'd be agape. And it's not to say it's bad. It's great. No, it's it's, just, it's sparse. Awesome. And it's, they they chose when to put in music for very strategic for very, times. One hundred percent. And um, otherwise, I think it kind of plays into the the vacation feel of it. Yeah. Where it's like the sound effects are just what's, yeah, what what you you're can around. Hear birds talking. The ocean has a very distinct. Yeah. Sound. So I'm like, it sounds like your you're on vacation. Sound nice and on the sand. Yeah. And unless you're like at the DJ party on the beach, like <sighs> there's not a lot of other stuff. Um, there's no so, voiceover to speak of. Uh, no. Everything no. is synthesized. Yeah, from which a is character perspective. Um, which I really like that. I, I I enjoy that, especially like with that kind of world. Yeah. I wouldn't want to see like. I will say the music. The music in the end was wonderful. The yes. music in the very end sequence of the game that leads into the credits was it was incredible. Sick. Uh, and when the music yeah. is there, it's always it's always perfectly listenable. But you know this it's it's it, this the sound is design is a tool in this game. You know, yeah. it's a tool in the tool chest that they didn't need to spend the most amount of time on. No, you know where they did spend time on it though. I think was in the arcade. Yeah, because I'm glad you in that. the arcade there are three different games you can play. Yep, and they are. So faithful. They are amazing. Yeah. Like one of them is a game that you can actually play. Yeah. So, can you talk so, so I'm, I'm glad you brought up the arcade because I too. completely forgot to mention that. We mentioned the arcade, but there's actual games you can play in said arcade. Yeah. So there is a one game. So this was, this game was made by the developers of Fast on the Wii U, which is a, like a wipeout style fa- racing, um, game. racing game. Yeah. Like a futuristic style, like pod racing game. And then they released Fast RMX on the Switch, mm-hmm. which was the first game they made for the Switch. And then this is kind of a tribute to that. It's called Fast. Yeah. And it's like an F-Zero style It's like you're playing it at the game. arcade. And it is uh, the so The sound fun. effects there, are, the sound in the arcade is perfectly... It's great. Like it's bit crunched. It sounds like an old arcade cabinet. It's so fun. Uh, there's an Arkanoid slash Breakout style game that you can play, where a brick breaker... That has some really fun power ups. <gasps> that um, was such a good one. You were a beast. And then the other one. one is like a, it's like a, 
it's platformer a, style it's a, game yeah where you're collecting where you have to collect bombs. dynamite yeah, yeah dynamite and you fly and here's the thing and this goes back to gameplay there's you have to be good at these games oh, their to games get these hard. high scores but, and it goes but it goes back to how like this game is like you better be good at this game to win yeah. to be like if i if we wanted to we could sink probably 10 more hours just getting good at those arcade games I, you are so you right. know what i mean you like because we, we spent an could, hour probably and the thing is you could go back to keep playing them and keep getting the high score. I know. I'm thinking because they record yeah. some. Yeah. it's fun. Anyway, so that okay. Sound. Should effect. we say four and a half for sound? I think I think so because like what's there is great. It's not and bad. No, they clearly put thought into it, but it's not the priority of the game. But no. that's on purpose. That brings us to our overall thoughts as we kind of get close to the end of an episode, and then we'll tell you what we're playing. Right are we are now. we going to rate the game as a whole? Yes. Um, is that we're about to do. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh. That brings us to our kind of in summation thoughts about the tourist. Callie, I'll let you go first. Tell me where you're at. I'll tell you where I'm at. Yeah. I think um, this is a game that if people are looking for a new game and a game like a very unique one, one that maybe they're looking to try something new, I would suggest to everybody to play this game because I think this game is so fun and I think it is unique and I think it is um, clever and I love the ending and i know we are not talking about it but it's like it's worth it's worth it's worth playing Absolutely. because of the, the ending, ending of this game is fantastic and i'm personally going to give it a five out of five because i think it's i just think it's worth playing uh i'm i'm pretty much in lockstep with you there i thought this was a great game yeah uh i really enjoyed every minute playing it with yeah. you uh yeah you know i think going in with your expectations in line and knowing that you're not this isn't going to be a, a 100 hour zelda game sure right. it's, a, it's a zelda style dungeon puzzler yeah but, not. but this is a, a a little slice of cake game you yeah. know what i mean and if you have that mentality i had a great amount of fun with it well and you know i think there's something about maybe it's partially because we're also playing them together yeah the, you oh, know it, sure. it's definitely something that we enjoy doing together but i also think we've it's played one of those some good games <laughs> we've, we've played some good games also you know one of the reasons can I get I'm going to go back to the things that I've talked about in the past, but like why video games are also an art form because art and entertainment, you know, is best experience when shared with other people. Like, I think I mean, we all have the things that we liked to be just us that we're experiencing. But I would say almost all art is more enjoyable when it's experienced together. And I think this goes to show like we enjoyed the game so much because we played it together and we got to talk about the game. We got to discover things about the game together. We got to like listen to it, listen to the story, try new things, like laugh with each other. And I think it shows that like video games can be art and video games can be a shared experience. I think there's such a sad stigma about it. It's like, it's a very isolated thing. Like you're all by yourself a lot and all this stuff. And it's like, no, like they can be for being social and being what we're saying is get off your ass. Uh, you loser, friendless, maidenless gamer boys. What are you talking about? Make a friend for once. I was so nice and I was going off. You out here, you said, you said, enough of that nonsense chatter. He's tired of hearing me talk. No, I agree. Uh, mm -hmm. I was going to say 4.5. Okay. Just because we did give a couple 4.5s in the actual you know rating Deal. system. So Deal. here's what I was thinking. What if we met in the middle for three quarters? 4.75. Deal. That now we have to rank it. Okay. Let me get the ranking list up. Let's go. I, I, I think I already know where I want to put it. I think it. we talked about it. So also. I'm thinking 
just after Tetris Effect. Oh, you want to go after Tetris Effect? I was thinking Effect. about it a little more. Tetris okay. Effect is such an experiential... I mean, this game is too, but like... Okay, you know what? Tetris you know Effect why? for that full body. You the know? full body, and also you can get more gameplay out of Tetris Effect. I That's think. also true. I think the story mode true. is almost longer in Tetris Effect, and... Tetris is something I will never get tired of playing. That's true. You know what I mean? So that that means officially in our master ranking list whoop, whoop, whoop. that we have at the bottom number nine now. I, you know what? I'm going to do this really quick so I can yeah. read it off in one big list. We'll pause. Let's do a pause here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> computers. What's the game computers. of the game you played? Computers. 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 Okay. That was um the tune of Tradition from the hit Broadway musical Fiddler on the Roof. Well, thank you very much. For You're that. welcome. Um, Just a tidbit for our fans. I think I'm leave fan. that in now. Uh, <laughs> so this is the new update. I'm going to do this every week, and it's going to get long. But right now, it's only nine games. Eventually, we will not do this every week. No, it'll be no so we're doing long. it every week. Number nine <laughs> is know. Titan Chaser. Number eight, Poi Explorer Edition. Number seven, Snipper Clips. Number six, Untitled Goose Game. Number five, The Tourist. Number four, Tetris Effect Connected. Mm. And then our top three. Super Mario Galaxy Celeste and Super Mario Odyssey. That's yeah. where it lays. Callie, what are we playing right now? We just started playing a game called Falcon Age. Falcon Age. Falcon We are just Age. kind of getting into the meat of the story of that game. We play yeah. have one playthrough session. Uh, what are your way too early impressions on Falcon Age? It's interesting. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. It's interesting going from the tourist to this. It, the style gameplay is, is first person. Yeah. Um, we've not played a lot of first person style games. We haven't. And it, for me, it's just taking me time to get used to. Is this, so, is this the first first person game that we've played on the podcast? I think so. I think it might be. I think it is because Mario's not first person, no. it's third person. So, and Celest, we played a lot of like 2D games. Yeah, so, I think so. It, so. So, and I, and, but oh, the thing Titan is, Chaser, Titan oh, Titan Chaser. Oh, Titan Chaser, you slide. You slide. Dog. So, I was trying to forget about you. I'm just kidding, <laughs> Titan Chaser. But, um, so, so I like, I'm that. curious. I'm excited. Look forward to Falcon to Age, trying. where you get to control a little baby falcon Yo, and feed that. him falcon pellets. Yo, baby boy. But for now, I've been Zach. And I've been Callie. I'll miss you guys. 